Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with national marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. With a delirious joy, they've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning knowledge. Indeed, I'm your host, Mark Gunger. Joining me, as always, is the very lovely and charming Diane Briarly, aka Wilma Flintstone, with her dilly bobbly dangly things there. That'd make a good musky lure around there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as always, the amazing Ross uh, Allen Skarzewski. Engineering the show as always, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of this incredibly boring show. The amazing Timothy Allen. No, oh, Robert. 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 Whoops. I can't even say That'd his be name. my middle name. That's right. Yours is Allen, isn't it? That is correct. Yes. Timothy Robert Ray. Ross Robert Skorzewski, Timothy Allen Ray. So you could almost be a serial killer. Ah, you just have two Allen. first names. Correct. But Tim is a serial killer because this is Timothy Robert Ray, engineer extraordinaire and part time serial killer. Pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of the show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at ask at markgunger.com. This is how the show works. You get to stay totally anonymous, and then we in turn are brutally honest. We might even take a bonsai sword. Hiya! 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 That'd be a dagger. Is that a dagger? That's more of a dagger. It's kind of like too big for a dagger, but... Too small for a sword. I think the samurai. What would you do? Both. When you have something that's too big for a dagger, but too small for a sword. A Close samurai. combat. Samurai Close combat. Dagger. It'd be embarrassing to get out there and battle and pull out this little thing. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Especially if someone had the great big one. Yeah. Throw well, it right away. Samurais. They have the they have the large one. And they also have that one as well. I think it's close combat. I want you two to do a little duel here. Demonstration. I will win. I will win. Duel to each, the death. Each have your sword and. Anyway, last man standing. So, <laughs> so uh, those of you new to the program, this is how it works. You get to send us an email about anything and remain totally anonymous. We in turn are then brutally honest, even pulling out the samurai sword if necessary. This is the meanest show in Christendom. While every show in the world, from the Christian worldview, is concerned about how you feel and very sensitive to how you feel about things, this show is exactly the opposite because we don't care how you feel. This is very. Abrupt and to the point. If you're not up for it, don't email us. But if you want to know what we think and are ready to play the game, send it to us. Hiya! <laughs> anyway. Okay. What you got there? Starting off today with a little article from MSN. This is actually out of Australia, but I think it's applicable to the U.S. and, as you have said, to South Africa, where you just were. The church apparently is telling man-hungry women to lower their standards in order to get a guy. Apparently, Australia... It's good news for us men. Yes. <laughs> Lower your standards, ladies. Lower your standards. They say in the grip of a dire man drought. 
And yeah. the Catholic Church of Australia suggests women lower their expectations accordingly if they really do want to get hitched. One of the priests is saying that women are too choosy. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, when they they say there's only eighty six thousand eligible men who they say qualify as marriage material in Australia. That's well, insane. The rest of the one point three million men between ages twenty five and thirty four are either married, gay, or already in a serious relationship. So apparently they're low on the man quota. Unbelievable. So you have to drop your. A couple of things here. First of all, the church has done a very terrible job of relating to young men. Certainly in, in America, that's true. Mm-hmm. And it's also true in Australia. It's a beautiful thing about Africa, where we just came from. Yes. Is they do a great job relating to men. You know, there's, dude, the church is busting the seams of young people in yeah. those churches. And you see a gazillion young, single, available guys. Mm-hmm. But in America, go to almost any church. And ask how many single guys do we have here between the ages of 18 and 30? They're absent. And see how many hands go up. Not yes. many. Almost none. And it's like that in Australia as well. So it's not just that the women are too picky. It's that the, the church does a terrible job of relating to men. And we're learning how to do that and quit being so feely touchy about everything. So that's number one. Number two is these women are waiting so long, and these men are waiting so long to get married. What they don't understand is these women, we talked about this from our show when we just got back uh, from uh, uh, in Africa because so many people were <laughs> upset with me because I was egging on these young singles saying, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Especially these girls. So these girls don't understand. They're going to be the losers in this. An eight, a 16-year-old is, feels very attracted to another 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. An 18-year-old feels very attracted to another 18-year-old. Girl, guy thing, okay. Early 20s, you know, single so girls and, yep. and late 20s, you can still have, But by the time you get into the 30s, what these girls don't know is that when they start hitting mid-30s, those guys are no longer attracted to girls no. who are mid-30s. They want the 20-year-old they girls. They go back to the 20-year-old pool. So you girls who are waiting this long, you are getting yourself in a world of hurt. And don't get mad at me. You should be mad at your pastors and challenge them. Say, what the heck is going on? Tell these guys to grow up, mature, and get a life. Some of the standards, sex. don't you think? But what you've also addressed before the standards that some women have in the church. This long list of oh, the I right know it is. Guy. Yeah, it has to be this. That, and it so has the to idea of lowering your standards does make sense because most men can't measure up to half of these standards that women have. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't think that they're just saying go out and marry some schlock, slob, well, slob. Right. Uh, but I do talk about that even in Africa. I said, yeah. you know. <laughs> I told the girls, I said, so I'm yelling at these guys for waiting so long to get married because the girls are all cheering. And I said, but ladies, were you there when I told them about that? Mm-hmm. I said, I've talked to these guys. They say you're creepy. Yeah. See, Ooh. I didn't get a chance to talk to a lot of single women, about? but a lot of these guys that chauffeured us and that work for the churches that we were with all the time, I kept trying to talk to them. I wanted to know, you guys, yeah, what is going on? What are about? you thinking? What's the matter with these girls? And all of them said these girls are like psycho-spiritual, that they're just crazy and that they don't want anything to do with these girls. That's yeah, what they all the two. Can we do like a swap of the, you know, the young girls or the young guys here, send them over there and get the young girls there and bring them here? <laughs> or vice versa. Do a trade. Can, yeah, let's swap. I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll work. The guys here won't, wouldn't like them either. Yeah. Here's so the thing. Super spiritual, kind of freaky weeky. Yeah, but see, well, here's, here's the thing. When a woman, <laughs> women, you know, they've just lost, everybody's lost the art of living, living life. Men don't know how to relate to women. Women don't know how to relate to men. Right. But when a woman's being very spiritual, i.e., critical, see, that's mm-hmm. what she's doing. Wow. Well. She's being critical. 
men avoid criticism like the plague. When you try com- communicating to a man that he's not enough for this or not enough yeah. for that, or that, you know, and you think you're really challenging him to be more spiritual, he just moves on and gets away from you. Absolutely. You girls are going to stay single because you're yeah. being too spooky and too spiritual. Knock it off. What these girls don't understand is they're playing this game and they're getting caught in, and they're going to get in their mid 30s. And the boys who are now in the 30s, when they do get serious, they won't want you. They are out. you girls getting this clue they at all? They don't want you. When you're a teenager, the boys who are teenagers want you. When you're 19, the boys who are teen, 19 want you. When you're 21, the boys who are 21 want you. When you're 25, the boys who are 25 want you. Maybe at 28. But once you cross into 30, the boys in the 30s don't want you anymore. The 70 year old wants gonna you. They're going to go. Yes. Well, even the. Th- 40 and 50-year-old well, guys want you. That's what they, they don't, don't want those guys. When you hit 35, girls, you know who you're attractive to? 56-year-old. A 48-year-old man. Yeah. Sure. A 50-year-old man. But they don't yep. want those. Okay. And then the whole question of he when you're has 42, kids and he doesn't want kids oh, yeah, with yeah. me. I mean, it's a, a problem rat's nest a big at that point. When you're 42, you're gorgeous to somebody like me who's 57. Is that the game you want? That's, and that's where they're going to be at. Absolutely. What they don't understand, they are going down a path. Seriously, I mean, you know, nobody listens to me. I, I, there is going to be. I just want to know what these pastors are going to yeah. tell these girls in ten years. I know. Right. What's the answer? These, what are you going to tell them? What are you going to tell them in ten years when your church is full of forty-five-year-old girls that nobody wants to marry, and they're still single because you play this stupid game with them and tell them, "Wait, wait!" And God has a special, perfect person. Could be so over spiritual? Make their long list of everything they want in a man and all these things. Raising these standards so high. You younger girls don't go down this path. You got, there's a lot of young girls who listen to us. Mm-hmm. You don't go down this path. Get a guy. Find a good man. You know, don't make immoral compromises, but don't play this game. You guys grow up for heaven's sakes. But as long as you go down this path, you guys hit your mid thirties. What they don't understand. See, I never told them that when I was there. That would have really got them mad. Absolutely. Oh, they were mad that, enough. They were mad enough as it was. <laughs> they were what mad you enough. Girls, those girls in Africa, some of you listening right now, what you girls don't understand, is now that you're in your mid to late 30s, the guys who are in the mid to late 30s don't want you now. They want to jump back into the 20-year-old pool. And I talked to several men who've done that. Oh, yeah. Several of them. Yeah. And I, I said, I, I, I challenged them like and that. Like, yep. And they go, yeah, that's what I did. Yep. And what's sad is that th- these younger women probably in their minds, you know, this is what's appealing to them. Is that older, more established When they're guy. younger. Yes. Versus their own age demographic. That's so bizarre. Yeah, it's all the age thing is all like this. Is there more, the they, is that part of their reasoning that there's more of a platform of security that I can get a guy that's more financially sound, career oriented? The younger can, girls? Yes. They well, just like, they it? just like, yeah. And they like the maturity thing, the money. Thing. All, look, all I know is that all these girls want to be loved. They all want to be chosen. Whether they're 35 or 21, they want to be chosen. By the, all I'm saying is by the time the guy starts to choose, yes. if, if the church and all you girls go along and play this game where they can get to wait until their mid-30s and 40s and you're that age, they're going to bypass you. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, when they start choosing, they're going to go back into the 20-year-old pool. It happens all the time. And virtually every guy we talked to over there who did yep. that had done that. Yep. How do you not become like this angry, bitter Mid thirty, early forty, something woman. Then, well, that's what I'm point. afraid they will. You know, that's they exactly are, what they and they will. will. You know, at yeah. a minimum, what they're gonna have to do. That's what I'm saying. These girls are gonna just have to get comfortable being single. Mm-hmm. God loves you. It's fine. You don't yeah. have to get. You don't need some man yeah. to make you happy. Yeah. But I'm just. It is what it is. See, everybody. Everybody hates it when I point that out. They get so mad at me, and the girls cry and they get all upset. But they're mad at me. Yeah. Don't be mad at me. Get mad at this culture. It's the truth. John, take a break and keep talking about it. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Finally, marriage advice that's direct, honest, and to the point. This is The Mark Gunger Show on markgunger.com. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. This is the Mark Gunger Show, talking about uh, a generation of young women, I think, uh, that are, are going to wind up on the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. They, bec- they will become the old maids, if you will of our generation because I think the church is bought into a culture they're just not thinking through. And, uh, you know, now it's going to take them a while to rethink stuff through. Mm-hmm. But these girls and these guys who are in their 30s. Not dating. Still not dating. Not when, married. when these guys start dating, they're going to jump back in the younger pool and they're going to be bypassed. The only real hope for these girls at this point is to look for guys in their 40s. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they're some of them don't want, about that. They don't, yeah, they don't want a guy that's and then you know, 50, your 50 idea, years though, old of what yeah. family might look like. Yep. Yeah, because you may not even be able to have children at this point. Yep. I mean, right. So the pastor was upset at me over there because some of the girls were coming to the counselors and they're crying. I may never have a baby. And so he was upset for me for triggering that in their heads. But it's the truth. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and there were a couple of different people that talked to you, talked to us, and said, you know, you have to be more positive about this. It comes across in such a There's pessimistic way. About it. But how do you wrap that in anything positive? It is what it is. They have to be realistic that this is the hand that they are playing right now. Because, again, the whole premise of our show is brutal honesty. Yeah. Right. People hate brutal honesty. In Christianity, you can't give people. They'd rather live with their head in the clouds, thinking, "Oh, well, my you always have to give people hope. You have to give people hope, and it's not. That's not. Oh, look, the hope is this: you don't ever have to be married. Right. right. You don't need some man to make you happy. The truth of the matter is, you know who would be the happiest in scenario right now? The Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he thinks people ought to just stay single. That's what the Bible says. So you know, Change go your focus, with that. Serve so, God. Yeah, serve God. Do your focus, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you're thinking about it. And then like, here's the other crazy thing. You can't it. fix it for that group no, of people at this point. Because it's you so can't. complicated because they still haven't even bought into what my premise that right. they need to go f- get found. They're still waiting for God to bring them a husband. Yes. And that's really just is wait. the culture down there that, that you've ran into. Oh, that it's this Christianity is the, all over the world, Ross. Well, I, know, well, I know it's here, but I, I mean, no, no, it's, there too. it's everywhere. Too. It's everywhere. Okay. That, yeah. that thinking, Western thinking is the same everywhere unless you get to the you know, Middle East or something like that. Mm-hmm. Singapore's that way. It's uh, Africa, Europe. I mean, it's all mm-hmm. America's, Canada's all the same. Westernized it's just, cultures. Yeah, yeah, but people aren't thinking. It, it, it's like what I'm suggesting is some kind of a radical concept. What I'm suggesting people have done for thousands of years of human history. This idea of delaying marriage, delay, 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 is a new concept. Yeah. It is a recent phenomena. These people think that this is normal. What you're doing, you guys, it's not normal. It's never been normal in human history. All you guys waiting till you're 30-some years old, you guys 38, don't even have a girlfriend yet. Christians, seriously. They think it's normal. This is well, not normal. Well, because the emphasis is so just like here, over there, shifted to your career. You oh, have sure. to have money. You have to have a house. You have, it's yep. the same thinking, broke, backwards broken thinking. And at some point, it catches up with you. Just do the math. And you can't fix some it of them for those are never going to be able to have children at this point. So a lot of them are never. I'm telling you, a lot of them just they're never going to get it. They're, so <laughs> even if they're hearing me, they still can't get into their no. heads that God isn't just going to bring them a husband. Correct. No. So they're going to wait and wait and for wait and wait. 
And then you said this, I think, you know. You're just going to say single and they can volunteer. Here's the, here's the real threat. Seriously, because Paul warned about this. He said the younger women should marry so that they're not burning up with lust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, I think the spike of adultery will increase. Is going to increase dramatically in the church. Because these young girls are going to be so desperate for the attention of a man that some older guy who's got a wife mm-hmm. is going to pay attention with them and pray with them and start adjusting their bras. And throw themselves mm-hmm. and, and, and getting, <laughs> why mm-hmm. having sex with them. Yeah. We are headed, for, I'm telling you, we are headed for a disaster. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a disaster no, now. We're, we're not that. headed for a disaster. We're in a in disaster it. now. Half of our guys are addicted to pornography. These girls, a lot of them, you know, they're all over the map. They're raising their hands Sunday morning and raising their legs Sunday night, you know, having sex with these guys. We are in a disaster. You said amongst this demographic of church-going, God-fearing, yeah. young 30-something men and women, you say sexual temptation is a big deal for of them. Of course, it's a big problem for them. They're struggling the with sexual it. sexual sin, not just the temptation. Well, I'm sure I mean, both, but still. Yeah, no, no, and masturbating it wouldn't and be a temptation else. if they were yeah. married. Yeah. They'd be taking care of it. But the problem is, like you've said, you talked to couples in South Africa in particular that they get married when they're 32, 34, 36, and they're miserable in a couple yeah. of months because and you're so the other entrenched they in your singleness so and your selfishness. You cannot even be Don't married me. at that point. This is the way I do things. Don't right? change me. I talked to couples in the 30s, got married, and they're in hell. A couple in their yes. 40s, yep. and they're starting. So they've only been married a handful of months. Yeah. They've barely gotten started, and they're miserable with each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you single people are doing to yourselves. For the love of heaven, get a clue. Ah, take a break. We'll be back with more. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to radio at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. I see a black screen there we go. In my heart. You make it easy. Oh my. So we anyway, you listen to the Mark Gunger show where we're depressing all kinds of people. Look, you know what? Why people get mad at me sometimes is because you know, you should always leave people with hope. Well, there's always hope. I mean, yes. I I don't know, guys. I mean, but at, at some so, point, hope there's just common sense and there's reality. But what you know, then there's you can I can hope this to isn't that. I mean, isn't some of this stuff common sense? Apparently not. But it, like you said, it apparently doesn't help. it's not very common. It doesn't help when you have a church that pushes a message, or you know, let's say I'm not to beat on the Hillsong thing, where come serve with us, and it's about serve, 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 yeah. mission, 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 and you get so caught up into that culture and in that experience that what seems to be normal and right gets put on the back burner. How do you change that? But then that? stay there, stay, well, just stay there. That's, that's all I'm saying. But they're just life. prolonging this issue. They're acting like you can have both. Like you can do this till you're forty, How? and then you'll still have your regular normal life, which that's not true. You that's can't crazy. do that till you're forty, and then have the same yeah. life with the same number of kids and the same marriage if you they got won't. married when you were twenty. No, they won't. They won't. There's no way. This is that you will not have the normal experience. No. Okay, now or if you've done experience. this out of tr- a pure desire to serve Jesus, yeah, then fine. Again. It's the New Testament ideal. Yeah, it's not like we're criticizing it. Which we would well, encourage in our own church for yes, our young people. Yes, yes, what I'm criticizing is the delusion that they can still have it all. Correct. Yeah. And that's what they think. They all think they can have 
everything. You can't. You have to make and some choices. And it all works out. Which is part of the the teaching that we have on singles mm-hmm. is you need to choose. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they're still thinking that no, God's choosing it for them. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't understand. By them waiting for God to do something for them, they are in fact choosing to stay single. Moronic do you think thinking. that there's? And this just popped into my head that that they think if I give God and if I give to Him till I'm thirty, thirty five, that then God will give back to me what I would have had when my during my twenties. Do you think that they're I've actually never heard thinking? Of that. I have never. I mean, just. I've never heard that. Honestly, guys, God, I don't think, serve me back. I don't think they're thinking. I don't think. I don't either. They're not thinking. Mm-hmm. Remember how they sat there in that room and yes, they stared was, at us like they never heard what we're talking about. They sat there. These room full of pastors sat there and looked at us like we dropped it. I from wish Mars. you could have seen the looks on the faces. It and was, it was like they never considered it. Well, I said, "You guys, because hmm. they're so focused on serving God, which is great." Yeah. And well, that's why God gives me this opportunity to speak into their lives. Look, everybody's got their calling. My calling apparently is to irritate people over this issue. <laughs> You're Paul. You know, I mean, my thing is challenging people about marriage and family. You don't, and I say all of them, you don't ever have to get married. I don't know how much clearer to make that. But what they're not thinking through is what you're doing is you are headed to a life that will never be the same. And it just Mm -hmm. creates this wave, these ripples of issues, and then they're trying to figure out how to deal with all the issues that come as a result of it. Yeah, and that's what I told us is if you can do this and not be into porn and not be masturbating and lusting in your heart and not letting boys feel you up and having sex with them crying later and trying to... If you do it without all that, then great. That's why I asked them. I said... Do you guys not have pro- remember? You Where's asked Adam's? them, and they're like, "Oh yeah," but it was we almost like they acted like, "Well, that's just we part do. and parcel of where we're at." Well, then how like, is it's just that part not of it. being addressed? Well, I don't. But it know. wasn't. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. The only way to address it is get a life. Well, that's the point. Get, but Paul the said, isn't then. "Get a husband." If you're having problems with sexual temptation, get a husband, get a wife. That's what the Bible says. But no, but you're so I'm up there saying, and they said, uh, "Well, Pastor, are you saying that?" You just get married for sex? I said, no. Paul said that. <laughs> <laughs> and they would all laugh, you know. No, it was great. Look, I mean, the message was... opening man, for the, a lot of the people. The message was widely received. There's I no bet. question. They loved it, and it was challenging them. And I bet you a lot of people would be married in two years that wouldn't have been if it hadn't been for us. Yeah. But there are see, some people still who same. still get mad because they think they can get it all, and they can't. Collect yourself there, Gungo. Collect myself. We need to take a collection. Yo, this is the Mark Gunger Show. Talking about love, marriage, and uh, relationships. And uh, we just had this one little article at the beginning. The church is telling man-hungry women to lower their standards. <laughs> because some of them do have too high standards. On the other hand, there's not enough men available. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, on the other hand, we have, this, we have this issue. delayed culture that is becoming yep. problematic. Uh, and we've just been on that the whole time. And just coming back from South Africa, which, again, some of the most wonderful people on the face of the earth and some of the most powerfully energetic churches I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, a, it was amazing. These I've never are, experienced anything like that. By every measure, they're way leap years mm-hmm. ahead of the American church. By every measure. Okay, I but in that, in that the, statement, uh, though, Except for one thing. Yeah. It's this. For some crazy... Because they have a culture, and it's not just a church culture... You know, they got the African culture that yeah. you have to have a dowry before you can get married and all. But that's why I told those guys. I said, look, at some point, guys, you got to reject your old culture. Mm-hmm. 
So my parents would get upset. Well, Jesus said, don't think I came to bring peace. I came to bring a sword Mm -hmm. to turn a son against his father and a mother against her son. And Why? He's talking about culture. At some point, we just, as Christians, I'm all for bringing in culture. Let's bring as much culture as we can. Bring in the African mm-hmm. culture, the Chinese culture, whatever. You know, each church should not all look like American churches. As long as it doesn't water the mu- down the message. But not when it becomes inconsistent with right. Christian morality. Sure. And if your culture means that, for example, there's a whole culture in, in some of these African things that the boys, when they get circumcised, the first thing they're supposed to do is go out and have sex with some girl. Hmm. And even Christian guys would get kind of because that's their because culture. That's the culture. Well, at some point, we reject culture. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I just, I just don't think they're doing the math, and the losers are always in the end. It's the girls. Wow, Which I think it's bad. just sad. Okay. And again, if we could have a church, you know, there was a church. What was it? Uh, the Shakers. Mm-hmm. The Shakers. The Shakers. Not the Quakers. The Shakers. The Shakers. They, they, it was a major revival in the 1800s with the Shakers. Mm-hmm. There's like three of them left mm. because they didn't bother to have children. They didn't want to get married. Or they'd have married and have sexless marriages. I mean, that's what's going to happen to Christianity, guys. That's what's going to happen. Oh, Some sure. of these church cultures that and are taking these young people, and they're just not doing the math. But what was their primary objective? To win souls? To do, you know, be busy? Oh yeah, they okay. were. Oh yeah, they were preaching the gospel, and people were getting saved, and it's a. It was a major revival. Yeah. You can read about it. Yeah. That one song. It is good to mm-hmm. be simple. It is good. Da 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 da. You never heard that song? Wait, hold on. Do that again. I can see the you dust falling off your arms. That song yeah. is so old. Yeah, yeah. Simple. You've been in the hymn book. Simple gifts. Simple gifts. Yeah. That it came out of that revival from that. Group, you never heard that song? No, really? Because really? he doesn't. He's a. I'm a late comer to this. He's a late comer, but uh, um, that is a very famous song. Okay, came out of that revival. Or other song. I mean, it was like a major. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, something in a closet somewhere. It was a major revival, and the Shakers were a major players, and, and all kinds of people were coming to but Jesus. But they weren't concerned about, well, you know, relationship, marriage, and children. No. They were, busy they were about the just, just like what we're talking business. about. Serve but that's God, build the kingdom, do this. And that's my challenge to some now. of these churches that are bringing in these young now. people, getting them so focused on ministry and everything else, and they're not getting them married off. If they don't change the way they think, they're going to end up like this. Yep. At some point, they're going to have more single people than married people. And I'll bet you right now, in some of those churches, it's about well, half when you half. asked how many people were single and uh, half and more of the you know, place, was, the hands went up? You know, it was like you're at a Nazi, you know, see, Kyle, all these hands right. go up, you know, I mean. And not all of them, but there were a no, couple a churches lot, that yeah, were like that. A lot of churches like that. that than and if they fail to get them married off, they're going to stay. But if, you're, if you knew that their, their platform to get all these individuals to come and serve was purely based upon the idea that, no, I don't want to get married. I don't want that's kids. That's fine. I, see, then we're, then we're good, but they're not addressing both sides uh, well, of the Well, I'll say it this way. It's because that's what the Shakers were. Yes. It's fine as long as you're honest about it, but even then I would challenge. Because I don't think anyone ever you challenged the Shakers and said, you realize you, you will cease through. to exist. Right. Yeah. And the last time I saw a, an article on them, which was 10 years ago, there were like six of them left. Which wow. they might all be dead by now. At some point, they're all going to be dead. They're, they will disappear. Yeah. They can't live forever. Unless you and, can just convert people over. But, but at that point, who wants to be part of that culture? Right. No, nobody it's such, wants It's to such be. an aging culture yeah. that the young you know, people aren't going to want. So, you know, look, I know this is very debatable. We make a lot of people mad about it. But at a minimum, that's what I was saying when I was at those churches. I said, at a minimum, let me challenge your thinking. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, don't have to don't agree get with it. You don't have you to don't agree have to with do me. this this way, but at think one about church, it. I said, "Look, I'm not God. 
I'm, I see how you can get confused. <laughs> <laughs> Being so godlike that I am, with the Easy mistake to with make. the Greek god body that I have, that physique, yeah, that physique, right alone. This man must be a god. Okay, I I can understand the confusion, <laughs> but I'm not God, and I'm not the Pope, and I'm not right about everything, and I may be wrong about lots of things. At a minimum, let me challenge your thinking, because right now, at a minimum, forget all the the the. And results that we're headed to, at a minimum, the church is poisoned with sexual sin. Why don't we see more of the power of God in the Christian church? People often ask, haven't you always wondered that? How come we don't see miracles? Like, Signs and Are you kidding yeah. me when half of our guys are looking at porn and masturbating the night before they go to church the next morning? I'm talking elders in the church who do this. Girls who, uh, you know, were screwing their boyfriend on, you know, last Sunday night and they feel bad. Now they got to pray and they come to the altar and they cry and stuff. But at some point, we've got to stop. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, look, because there is so much sexual immorality. Do you think that applies to us today? Oh, my Lord, yes. <laughs> so said, much. He said, because there, read it, First Corinthians, the seventh chapter. Because there is so much sexual immorality. Every man should have his own wife. Every wife should have her own husband. This is what we should be encouraging. And if you go to other cultures, go to the Jewish, conservative Jewish culture, Mm -hmm. go to the Muslim cultures, go to a Muslim website, you guys out there. Look up. Look up issues about porn and masturbating and all the sexual, because this is sin to a Muslim. They don't allow these things. See what the imams say their answer is. You know what the answer is? Get a wife. They encourage their men to get married and start having families. Of course, they're having six, seven, eight kids a family. We only have 1.5. What do you think the world's going to look like in another 50 years? It's almost the one thing that we all would universally, you would think, agree upon. Yeah, well, the Jews and the Muslims do, but the Christians apparently were too stupid. You know, we we, we just can't get it through our heads. So if you go to uh, Christian websites, okay, we were with one church. We won't mention any names. I would love to, but you know, I'm trying to be nice. I'm turning over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're trying. We're, we're with this church of very committed men of God. Yeah. And I'm talking about this problem of immorality. So the lead pastor of this church, a church that everyone would know who it is if I said the name, okay, mm-hmm. looks at me and says, so you're saying it's, it's not good for them to masturbate? Right? Something I, I, I sat there. Yeah. We, we were sincerely, like stu- I can tell we, you. We were like stunned. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? It's like it's not even on their radar it's that this is a problem. It's not even on their radar that this is a problem. There's so Now, let me get this. So if you're so passionate about getting young people worshiping Jesus and serving God, but they're masturbating, committing sexual sin, how do you not connect the lines on that? I mean, right, that's a exactly. problem. You mean this is a problem? So you're saying. So right. you're saying. When you say they're light years ahead, I begin to think to myself, basically, you know, because no, know, in a lot of ways they your, are, but not in this yes. area. But underneath your teaching, I think you should see the way they, they worship. You should see the energy, the well, passion. I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. When they baptize, they baptize. We baptize what twenty people in a I'm quarter, sure eight hundred at a time. I yeah. mean, so people are getting saved like crazy. But what the heck? <laughs> the lead pastor's going. So what you're saying is, masturbating is is not good. 
It was something. So what you're saying is you've been telling him it's okay. Well, well I, I can't remember. I would remember, almost guess that that's true. Probably so. You know, you have to, to relieve yourself. It's okay. Into yes. sexual sin. Which brings me back to the Bible. Paul said the answer is to get married. Yes. We say, okay, go right. ahead, look yeah. at yeah. porn and masturbate. Because you just that's the message of, of the Christian church today. Yeah. We're giving guys green lights to do this. No wonder they're 36 and still single because they're masturbating their little brains out. Well, and I hear we, but we we would never say that it's okay to to masturbate and look at porn. I mean, we're saying you can masturbate because future we don't want wife. you to fall into sexual Who sin. Who knows what they do? All I'm saying is, if you Lord. look at the Muslims, they'd say the answer: get no. a wife. Yep. Go to a conservative Jewish, they'll say the answer is get a wife. And if you go to the Bible, Christian Bible, it's the yes. answer is get a wife. Get a wife. It is we who have bastardized the message of Christianity. And said, "No, it's okay to masturbate. The Bible is okay, a good read, but you know, you probably shouldn't feel up your girlfriend. You know, cr- Christian couples come up to me. You know, singles, oh, how far can we go? <laughs> how far? Can- These are Christians. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want to know how much they can feel up in oral and sex still or still be and, and, in the will of and, God. Oh my! And I looked at uh, one of the couples. I looked at him and said, so do you guys want to have sex?'" And they wouldn't answer. I said, well, of course you do. And they shook their head, yeah. I says, just marry the girl. And they don't because they want to have the house and they want to have the job and they want to have the money and they want to have everything first. So they're struggling with sexual sin. So he's feeling up his girlfriend and she's wrapping her lips around God knows what. And then they're coming to church and praising Jesus. Hallelujah. And then we wonder where the power of God is. Well, we got to be smarter than this. All right. Another break. We'll be back. He's a pastor, best-selling author, and popular marriage speaker. He's Mark Unger, bringing you hard-hitting and honest marriage advice. Can buy me love. You can't buy love, not because you don't have the money, because there's nothing to buy. That's the problem with today's show. We're talking about this article. That we spent the whole show on. It takes very little to get us off on a rant. And of course, anyone who's ever heard me knows one of the main beefs we have is this idea of delaying marriage. It is an unmitigated disaster. It creates moral problems. It's creating social problems. It's creating demographic problems. It's creating health problems. I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. And why more people don't talk about it, I do not understand. But they wouldn't take ownership of it. They would say that this is not something that they're promoting. You think? Yes. But, the, but they are. No, and all, honestly, you have to see. When I go do it, that's what I'm saying. I get the almost light no. It's like, ding. Yeah. It's like they we just haven't thought about thought it. About but, yeah, that. that's the answer. It's never occurred to me. So that's me. what I'm saying. Like, they would say, we, this, is, this is not what no, we're and then the, and, and to do. The vast majority of churches, I just had one guy who gave me a little bit of static. Yep. The vast majority of churches celebrated it, and they thought it's brilliant because that's exactly right. Yeah. But there's not an overnight fix. It's like you just can't oh, you go can't. not only f- no. because it's so. It, a whole generation now into yeah, it. I mean, with they these could. Guys. I mean, we, if they yeah. would get on with it, they could fix it. If these thirty-two-year-old boys would get off the pot and get on with it, which I was telling them, get I disagree on with, with your that. life. Get because if they're thirty-two and life. they've been you masturbating since they were fifteen, well, we don't know that they've all been masturbating. Well, if they That's are, just an assumption because we deal with that in so this world. Because there's a lot of Christian guys who do struggle with sexual. They don't do all that stuff, but they're constantly struggling with it. Yeah, they don't necessarily act it out. I mean, how much freedom to them to finally just get a wife? Exactly. 
And fall in love with a girl you know, and do it right. But uh, I, don't th- I don't totally disagree. I think you can get on with it, but there's just a lot of inherent problems that they're going to have to face and deal with, and it's not going to be without... Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, let's say they're 35. If they actually get married and start having children right away, yeah. they're, probably, they're only going to have one or two. Right. But if you can get those kids now to do it early, yeah. mm-hmm. then they break the cycle. Mm-hmm. It's more for start mm-hmm. talking to those who are 15, 16, 17 right now. So yeah. that they don't that's who do this really, and yeah. don't repeat that's this. That's who we really need to get to. Yeah. And yeah. I think we're getting through to them. I think those who listen to us, they, they cheer it. Then you need a young the only pe- The only people who get mad... Are really heartbroken or crying are the ones in their oh, in that in their thirties, late thirties, because early at this 40s point now. they want to know well how do you fix it? And what we're saying is we don't know that there is a way to fix it. You know I don't know what do you do? I, that's why I said at a minimum just get on with it. Mm-hmm. Stop wasting time. I wouldn't say they're all doomed. Now if they're listening to the show, they're hearing I pretty much think they're all doomed. But <laughs> but I, I was saying get on with it. Mm-hmm. Get quit. Mm-hmm. 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say you got, you're got half dead. And the whole place would erupt because they're just not thinking. Mm-hmm. You don't live forever. You're 40. And sexually speaking, you're three quarters yeah. dead. You have taken the sexual peak of your life and flushed it down the toilet. Yep. For what? These guys will never enjoy sex the way God intended it. Well, see, you say something like that, and then people get mad at you. I know. Because Mark, you're making people feel bad. And all the guys will be mad because they'll never well, have and, great sex and, like they're supposed to have. And I get it. There has to be hope that you can have some sort of a life, some sort of a marriage, some sort of a family. But you have to be realistic about it. I am just a realist when it comes to that. You have to be realistic because otherwise you have your bar up here thinking, well, I am 38 and I'll get married and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And then they're devastated when they don't get that, you have to go into it with your eyes wide open. You, because you waited, honey, these are the issues you now face. Yeah, Just they, deal they, with we, it. We don't want to tell people the truth. They right. want to tell people, look, if you've had sex with 47 different men, when you get married, you can. it'll be just like if you'd never... And that's and it's, it's where it breaks down. It's a lie. It's not. I mean, these girls who are 35 and 36 years old or whatever, they need to know, honey, when you turn 30, only almost... What was it? 88% of your eggs are gone. So almost 90% of your eggs are done. They need to know that. You will probably, statistically speaking, medically speaking, have problems. Yeah, but see, they don't want to hear it. They they, need to be realistic about it. I mean, we had girls who were crying, some college girls here at our church, because they listened to my sex dating and writing thing, and they were just bawling their eyes out. Why? Because they've done everything wrong. And they hear this message from me and they feel bad. But at some point, you know. Okay, this- so is it better to live with your head in the sand thinking, oh, it's good. I can still have that, I can still have that, or having the dose of reality in the cold water that's, thrown on your face? That's the debate. And that's why guys who don't like what I say never have me come speak in the churches. They don't want to hear it. They don't if like it. If you want to live in la la land thinking, I can still have this, I can because still have this. Because they're saying that you can have sex with 10 different guys, and then when you come to Jesus and get married, it'll be like it never happened. And I'm telling you, they're lying to people. It's not. They will struggle. It's not over for them. It's not hopeless. Their life isn't gone. Well, but when you the... start letting them know that you can't possibly have the same experience that if you had done it right in the first place, and then they cry and they get upset. And I don't think that's being mean and being heartless to people because here's the situation. If I knew this and I was getting married and I'm 27 and I've slept with 27 guys 
I would want to know because of that you're going to have problems rather than get married thinking, oh, this is going to be so great and you have know, the full-blown fantasy see, that's, that's the and then key. you hit the reality wall then. I'd the, rather know going into it. But that's the key though of the person, you know, it's like the premarital co- you know, coaching that I've been doing, you know, did a couple, you know, first, I've got three of them that I'm doing. You have to be willing to go there with them. Yeah. If the church isn't willing to go there and bring to their attention the realities of where they're headed, then we're only creating a bigger problem. I do like the idea. It's not hopeless. No, but, yes, but you have to know the reality. To the reality. Eyes open. Yes. You're yes. going to have to work at it more hard. Yes. Yes. You're going to realize you're going to have some struggles. You're going to have some temptations that you probably wouldn't have had before. You might have some sexual issues. You're going to have to work. You can work through it. You might have conception issues, but, but if to, they know that, but to tell time, them and right. give them the impression yeah. that it will be, be as fine. if it never happened, that's what they're doing hogwash. to them. Well, before God, it's true in terms of purity. Before God, yeah. you know, if if you kill Ross, yeah, which I would recommend. Okay, me too. But let me spend. My so money you kill first. Ross, okay, <laughs> and you ask God to forgive you. He as will. far as God's concerned, as it's as if it never happened. But as far as everything else in your life, you're probably going to spend your life in jail. You need to be realistic about the consequences. Because there's consequences. And that's what and people And they don't, don't want to be realistic about the consequences. And, and the thing that's most hurtful to people, most hurtful, like everybody's around, the thing they feel the most pain about is the fact that we have to take a break right now. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back. Listening to The Mark Gunger Show can drastically reduce your chances of becoming a repeat offender of marital and relational dilemmas in your home. Listen to The Mark Gunger Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time at www.markgungershow.com. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is pretty far away from the city. Because <laughs> we don't have much of a city. <laughs> sure it is. Well, it's, it's bigger than where we came from, Marshfield. That's right. Mm-hmm. So the city, Big city to us. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as an actual city city. It's like a burb in a real city. We don't have many cities in Wisconsin. No. City, city, cities. Big city. Big. No, you got to go down south. Madison and Milwaukee is kind of yeah. it. Kenosha. Racine. That's all sort of the Milwaukee sprawl. It is. Yeah, that's all part of the Milwaukee, I call that, yeah. Anyway. Ah, uh, so, anyway, any final thoughts on these thoughts? All I know is we've, you know, all we can do is just encourage people mm-hmm. and challenge them. Do the math. Think it through. And we got to get through the next generation and the parents. And the parents. Because it's the, the parents that are creating this problem. You know how many parents I've talked to when I talk challenge about this? They go, wow, I never thought about that. And they'll say to me stuff like, even in Africa, I said, well, I've been telling my five-year-old boy, don't you ever think mm-hmm. about getting married to your 30. Yeah. Well, and you know That's what? That's what parents literally are brainwashing their kids with. See, I do it with so my do you know what already. kind of sexual sin they're going to get into when they come sexually alive and they fall in love with somebody, but they know they, they cannot get, get married until they're 30 because mom and dad will disapprove. You know what's really sad to me? I've read recently different articles. In fact, one of them I had read when we were in South Africa. That There are so many, like even of my generation, parents and older, that they tell their kids this, don't get married, experience yeah, your life, have all of this. Like Because they feel like they missed out. 
they, by getting married and having children and being a mom or being a dad and dads too but that they, do they missed they miss, out on missed out something. On what, though? And so they don't want their kids to miss out because they missed don't want them to what? be shackled with a job and a family and responsibility, missed which is insane. On what? That's what I mean. See, it's insane. Here, I know, but here's the thing: is that these single people? You know what single people do? They sit around. They have no money. They're dumb as bricks. They go, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go to Bob's house. Say, hey, Bob, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? All right. Well, it's getting late. I better go home. I mean, there's, not, there, there's nothing. <laughs> there's they nothing out there. They want them to travel. There. They want them to experience life. I don't know, but it's so sad to me. That you can travel on your honeymoon. Saying, you know, you're, you're talking. You're, you're missing your parents. I am the parent in which you speak of. I am the 37-year-old parent, Correct. It has to start no, with the I'm talking but, about know, but you're saying, people this is what who got saying. married in their 20s and started a family act like they regretted that. But That's still, what they're but, passing but to their kids. My age are still I agree. That the focus is still career, it's still college, it's still school, it's all these other things other than marriage. I still find it to be one of the. It's fun for my son because when he say, "Dad, why do you do that?" I say, "Someday, someone, you're a dad, and you're going to be a great dad." I'm, you know, just I realize he's seven. I'm not sitting there. Okay, now let's start picking out your girl. Now you're great. But she's talking about. I'm talking understand. the opposite. Of she's you. talking about parents. Oh, who feel like they've missed out on something because they got married in their 20s. And I'm saying we have to correct it by starting by doing what I'm doing in the church, though, get the focus off of the but things that you're coming against. But if these people genuinely feel like they missed out... But what I'm telling the only thing they could possibly have missed out on is screwing other people. Oh, sure. It's the only thing. Seriously. I mean, you I wonder what these Christian people are thinking. There's The only thing that you could miss out on, Mom... Is the fact that you could have screwed 30 other guys before you, so, your husband. And this is what you're going to do. We got to go. All right. Then. See ya. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.